This is Everything Film with Film Robot on BNN Bloomberg Radio in Vancouver. Now back to your hosts, Joe Leary and Patrick Shelton. Back at the Shark Club in downtown Vancouver. This is Season 2, Episode 3 of Everything Film with Film Robot, Joe Leary and Patrick Shelton. And our guest is James Clayton, um, actor extraordinaire. But before we get into that, I noticed your first gig with Harrison Ford and Liam Neeson. It's yeah. only going to go downhill from there, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 it certainly did. How do you come out of the gate with <laughs> no. a Harrison Ford and Liam Neeson gig? It was a total fluke out. Um, I, was, I grew up in Winnipeg, Manitoba. And I was in high school still. They were doing some casting for the film because they were shooting the submarine scene in the middle of the frozen lake in minus 40 degrees weather. Um, and I was one of a, a group of guys cast as a Russian soldier. And I got my first line serving the Soviet Union. So we got there. Liam Neeson wasn't there on the day. Harrison Ford was. And uh, it was everything that you thought it would be if you were a 16-year-old boy on a movie set with Harrison Ford. It was like looking at So it was a holy blank moment, like, look at what I'm doing, who I'm doing it with. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, yeah. The, the set was electric. The director was Catherine Bigelow, and when he arrived, I mean, he looks like a movie star. You know, you, know, you meet actors, right, and sometimes right. they don't look like movie stars, and he, it was like seeing, like, John Wayne or someone. Like, he was, the presence was incredible, an incredible actor. It was unreal. So what was your yeah. line? And can you deliver it right Serving now? the Soviet Union. But don't <laughs> ask me to do the accent because I haven't done it. He in, is in it serving the Soviet Union. Sir, yeah, because he's, a, he's addressing everybody. And then I shout, serving the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did the fire burn immediately once you did that? You realized this is what I'm going to sort of lay claim to for a while? I was already acting before that, you know, just in high school plays and, and that kind of stuff. Acting since I was a kid, singing, doing art, I draw quite a bit so as well. you're a triple threat, is that what you're saying? Yeah, and I write, <laughs> and I produce and direct now. And Quadruple I, threat. I try to get my hands yeah. as dirty as possible. I love the process. So, will you sing as well? Uh, well, sing yeah. I sing <laughs> for a role? I'd sing for a role, yeah. I used to do a lot more singing before my voice started to crack. I could, yeah. you know. Did a lot of BGs like yes. Barry Gibb and <laughs> stuff like that. You know, I'm sure we all have that story. We we uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, as we were setting up with our publicist Leslie Dana here mentioned something that you had dropped a ton of weight for a role. Yeah, you don't strike me as being a large guy to begin with. How much weight did you lose, and what was the reasoning, and what was the process? In ter- I mean, it's easy, I guess, to, to gain weight. It's, it's not terribly easy to lose weight. Well, it depends on how much weight you want to gain, too. It can be quite hard because, and that's the reverse side of of the answer to your question, but. Uh, that was for a film called Candyland. We shot that in 2014. Gary Busey was one of the stars in the film alongside myself and uh, Chela Horsdale. And uh, I played a, a character named Peter who basically starves himself to death because he's going through a, a mental health issue. And uh, the way I did it, I lost 55 pounds from, I think I weighed 185 at that time. So I was down to 130 pounds. And uh, I did it simply just, I just stopped eating. It was the most unhealthy thing, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I was a, a younger actor at that point. And I was really wanting to, um, you know, sharpen my teeth and show people what I could do, uh, and I don't recommend doing it. Well, again, there has been a couple of examples. I think Robert De Niro uh, gained and lost a ton of weight. Oh yeah, and yeah. Tom Ball. Hanks for Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, and it really ravages your body. So, kudos to you, even though you you admit it was the unhealthy way, but that's oh, yeah. that's really putting your art to the test if you're willing to do that for a role. 
I think uh, you have to explore your boundaries as a person, especially in your 20s. I think the 20s is all about, especially as an artist, pushing your boundaries. And, you know, subsequently, you know, after that film, I really took a deep dive into producing because I wanted to see what the scope <laughs> of filmmaking <laughs> was going to be, right? And, and uh, what I ended up learning through producing my own features is that the producing informs the acting, informs the writing. It's all the same thing in the end. Can you explain, mm -hmm. you know, um, and it might be ignorant, but explain how the different levels of producers work. Like, when you look at a show, yeah. there's like producer, producer, executive producer, super producer, like, you know, you know where I'm going? Like, it's like yeah, almost yeah. half the credits now are producers. So, what can you say to our audience about that? Well, I think there's, uh, the shows have become increase increasingly bigger and bigger and bigger. So you need more producers, you need more production entities, which is you know where a lot right. of those titles come from. But you know, an executive producer, shorthand, typically someone who's putting up the financing, or it's sometimes a courtesy credit, along with an associate producer credit, can be a courtesy credit, where it could be the lead actor or the writer, someone who's had a substantial effort in bringing in the financing. What did that give them that. though? What did that give them though? Uh, uh, the, 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 the credit, credit itself? Yeah, like, like for like, because I've seen that before. You're a producer and you're I the think actor. it's probably more just a, an acknowledgement of their involvement. Okay. An actual, the producer title, that one can be a little bit more broad. It could be someone who's very hands on in all of the day to day activities and the financing and the putting together and the casting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes that could mean just strictly creative. And what they do is they hire someone called a line producer, which you may see that credit. Line producer is literally someone who's on the front line. They're doing the day-to-day -day operations. They're working with the production manager and the production coordinator and all that stuff. So how do you describe yourself? Well, I mean, I've done the line producing uh, duties, but it's very hard and it's, it's not where I like to live. I would describe myself probably more as a creative producer and executive producer. Okay. So where my career has gone now is uh, I work in uh, distribution and development of feature film. Uh, right now I'm working with a company called Industry Works Studios. They're a Canadian, Vancouver-based distribution company. And the reason why I took a deep dive into that is because, you know, once you understand the financing and the packaging sure. of films and the genres and all that stuff and what, what actually sells, then you can tailor the material more appropriately to the market because ultimately you're building something for an audience. Right? James Clayton is our guest. That's an interesting point uh, I wanted to dwell on for a second because I think that you know you, you, it's one thing to stand in front of the camera and, and read the lines yeah. and, and you're well compensated generally for that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot more involved in the production and on the production side and I guess you probably get a lot more pride taking out of that from the fact that you were responsible for putting something together. I'll give you an example. I used yeah. to be a weatherman on City TV and anytime someone would say, hey, I want to come down and watch you do I, I'm standing in of a green wall it's not fun you want to be in the control room that's mm -hmm. where the action is Do you yeah. kind of get the same sense the production of the film is probably it's a meteor role to take on than just the person standing reading the lines yeah yeah I'd, uh, I'd 100% agree with that I mean you really uh, there's a real sense of satisfaction when it all comes together and because I work you know in all facets of the film from beginning to end to so conception to the completion and then the delivery of it to the market which in and of itself with all the legal and the financing and all the technical stuff, you really do feel great at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. the, the only downside is that if you've made a bad film. Yeah, and it's all on you. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. the do same amount still, of work. Do they still have fun? Um, I remember back when I was doing a little bit of acting and stuff, they had dailies. They would do the dailies. Yeah. Is that still a term? Well, yeah, it's still a term, but you know, because everything's digital now and we're shooting with you know red yeah. cameras or Alexa, I, I mean... 
you get I, to it a little bit. I find yeah, we're yeah, watching yeah, it yeah. on the monitor right away, especially like I just yeah. um, I, I just did my directorial feature last summer. We're, we're just wrapping the post-production on that film. And I found that I didn't really watch too many dailies unless there was something like a very technical shot I wanted to make sure we nailed before we got right, into the next day's right. work. Yeah. But for the most part, you're standing beside the monitor. You're seeing it You kind of so know you got it. You kind of know. That at least you've got a couple options that you can go with. Mm -hmm. So um, I want to ask about your, you seem to have a thing for horror films. What's, what's the horror genre? What's that all about for you? Oh, that's very interesting. Were, well, you, a, were you a goth kid or something like that? No, no, not at no, all. I'm no. I, I haven't changed since <laughs> I was a kid. I'm the exact same way. I'm, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty uh, vanilla. Okay. Um, well, horror is a, a, a very uh, easy genre to produce at a lower budget. So you'll notice that a lot of first-time filmmakers, they'll get their first foot in the door by doing that. And so that's why a lot of my, my films have been in the horror genre. But now I'm starting to branch out into action and adventure. So there's no high art horror out there? It's all like sort of B-grade or C-grade or in terms Pardon of me. production? No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that <clears throat> because uh, typically you don't have to rely on cast for horror. Right that a lot of newer filmmakers will go for that. Pardon me. And then you can, uh, and it's easier to sell as well. Okay. Yeah. What are you working on right now? Well, here's the thing, guys. <laughs> <coughs> I can't talk to you about that. Oh, is that right? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I'm teasing. I can okay. give you a little bit of Cole's notes on okay. it. Okay. Right. I actually, the, the, the action film... I'd love to come back on your show in yep. about four months' time and do an announcement. Leslie? You we'll hook that up. Yeah, yeah. I've got... A fantastic action film that I'm very proud of. Kay. There's a lot of excitement behind it. It's getting a pretty big release later this year. Right. Uh, I, I also, I have a follow-up action film um, that's equally going to be coming out in a substantial way next year as well, and a reality TV show. Wow. So have yeah. you all morphed into the behind-the-scenes, the production, or are you still doing things as well? I'm, I'm still doing things. So this uh, action film that I did the directorial debut on, I was one of the leads in it as well. It's right. a four-hander. Right. So I star, produced, story by me as well. Uh, and then this other film I'm just producing because I need a little bit of a break. It's too many hats to wear how, sometimes. How, how do you direct yourself? Is that, a, that must be a bit of a task. Well, I cheated in a little bit of a way is that I wrote a part that wasn't too far outside of myself and I didn't really have a lot of lines. Uh, and I did that on purpose because I knew that I couldn't hold anyone up on the day. So my character's a little bit more tailored back. That's how I did it, really. Really, and then everyone else is supporting cast. They were such fantastic actors. Focus on that, and they they made me look good. So, really. reality show. Any any hints on what that might uh, the subject matter might be? I wish I could oh, say come something. On. No, no, you know, I, no, you know, I, I hey, Joe, Joe, you've had this about two or three times. Yeah. Have you noticed that where yeah. the person says, "I have a great thing to tell you, but I'm not telling you." And then afterwards, we'll have a beer with them and say, "Okay, don't tell anybody." No, but no, don't tell anybody. I'm just kidding. You know how bad <laughs> yeah. I feel the entire weekend. I, know, I was yeah. like trying to get clear. I'm like, "Can I, I say something like yeah. this?" They're like, "No, you can't." I'm like, "Ah, yeah. here we go." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll put a pin in the calendar for four months down the road. So are we going to be mind blown by, by, uh, by the, the quality of the production? I think so. I yeah. think you guys are going to be really excited. It's a, it's a pr very big scale film. And um, I'm more interested in the reality show because I'm a reality show freak for some <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, me too. It's, it doesn't involve people living in a house together, does it? Uh, there might be a little oh, bit of an yeah. element. Oh, come on. Maybe. Okay. 
Maybe, but maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. No. Maybe they're going to be traveling well, around a little bit. I mean, they're definitely going to be very interactive. Will it, Liam Neeson be there? Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson? It, I wish. In, I wish. Uh, he'd be he, good in it. Wouldn't he be man? good? He's the best. In, uh, oh, in your industry, James, that's called a cliffhanger, right? It is. That's a cliffhanger. Yeah. So we have to have a part two to our conversation. How do people uh, find you? Oh, Social media. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm on Instagram, official James Clayton. Uh, that's the best place to find me. Uh, same on Facebook, same handle. Uh, and um, on IMDb as well. Yeah. Well, we're going to lock down on date because we want to uh, come on this show and, no, and reveal w- some cool information I for us. I would love okay. to do that. I think it would be pretty exciting. James Clayton, nice to meet you, man. Thank you. Yeah, Thanks, pleasure. Thank you.